you know, as we said earlier, a lot of people, G, are not happy with beaches being closed, particularly because it is the holiday period. We're all on vacay. It's summer. It's hot. You know, people want to be out and about at our beaches. And yesterday, a video went viral. Basically, in the video, we saw um, a beachgoer at Musenberg Beach refusing to comply with regulations. Um, she was also accusing, you know, video journalists that were on the scene of harassing her, um, you know, also arguing with um, SAPs and law enforcement, etc. And got into a bit of an argument with freelance video journalist Samit Moss, who's joining us online this morning. Samit, Salaamu Alaikum. Good morning. Good to be chatting. Wa Alaikum Salaam wa Rahmatullah Sabira and Tukulam and the listeners this morning. Yes, it's uh, the end of quite a year and uh, people still seem to not understand uh, why certain regulations are in place. So, of course, you know, since that announcement by President Ramaphosa with regards to the adjusted uh, lockdown level three, um, you guys as, you know, video journalists have been out and about, rightly so, going about your business. Now, tell us exactly what happened when you were out at Musenberg yesterday. So yesterday we um, got an alert from one of our contacts to say that there are surfers in the water and people are swimming um, and people are using the beach uh, um, as usual and in total defiance uh, of uh, the announcement uh, which the president made. Uh, We made our way there, we stood around, we started filming people, the bulk of them um, accusing us of pushing an agenda and having a narrative and believing what Bill Gates is saying um, and trying to confuse people's (laughs) minds, etc., etc. But we get that all the time. Irrespective of where you go with the camera, you get uphill, you get people talking back to you in your face, not wanting to to be interviewed, etc., etc. Then there was one lady on the beach who had a go and gave the middle finger to uh, a a fellow um, photojournalist. Um, uh, He got that on video. um, And um, then she started screaming about us harassing her. We were all meters away from her. Some of us were not even rolling. We weren't taking note of her. And then when she started screaming, obviously, we turned the camera on her. She went off at us, grabbed my camera, threatened to break it, threatened to take it from me, um, and then had an argument with the with the, um, the three of us. And then she called the police, and the police confirmed to say, look, they are to do their work. You aren't allowed to be on the beach. Please go home. When the beach is empty, the journalist will leave. Um, and she refused to do that, and the police then had to make a couple of a couple more announcements. Um, and then she um, eventually left when everyone else left the beach. So obviously a very volatile situation. And you know, in that particular instance, Samit, you know, how did you stop yourself in particular from losing cool? Mm. Um, you know, seeing it the, as the lady was so verbally aggressive, should we say? Look, the, the role you play as, as somebody telling the story is that you need to journal what's happening there. Um, you cannot get involved in it. You, it looks as if you're involved. It looks as if you are part of the problem sometimes when there's protests or um, any kind of incident. But you need to journal what's happening there to the best of your ability from, um, from having no opinion from not having um, any kind of influence on what's happening in the situation, you need to journal what's happening there because effectively you are you are out there recording history. Yesterday's moment will go down in history. Fifty years from now, people will look at it and say, "This is how people reacted during a pandemic. They defied the law. 
this woman defied the law, she didn't listen to the police, etc., etc. And people look back at that. And we mm. are not allowed to have influence in that. And that's where you take your point or your, your, point, your port of call is always saying, I need to be here to journal what's happening here. I need to be here to take record of what's happening here. And that's exactly it. You don't get involved in the story, um, so right. to say. But, but from, from the pandemic, from a lockdown, etc., etc., People always try and make a fight and cause a fight over what matters to them. So for that community around Musenberg, them going to their beach and having it to themselves from 6 till 9 every morning before the masses come there, that is the peak of their kind of um, survival and their existence um, with regards to the beach. Now, Sam, just before we let you go... We've got yeah. about a minute left before we need to wrap up. You know, if you mentioned about you know, law enforcement getting onto the beaches and needing to make a few announcements and so forth, I, I, I thought you were going to say that this person was fined, you know, for being there and for perhaps not wearing a mask. Are law enforcement officers and staff members actually fully knowledgeable on the law and its enforcement? They, they are, they are knowledgeable, knowledgeable of it, and they did come out there yesterday to give warnings. They were telling people, we're going to warn you today. We know the announcement was made last night. Maybe you missed the announcement. This is what we're telling you. Tomorrow we will action on why you should not be here, and you'll get fined and arrested. But today we're warning you. And 99% of the people complied. Besides that right. lady, there was one other gentleman that didn't comply, but SAPS, mm. Metro, and law enforcement they were basically out there doing visible policing, giving out information, and telling people exactly what it is mm. that you need mm. to be, uh, that you not, that you shouldn't be doing whilst out during the level three lockdown. And then finally, we have about thirty seconds to go, Samit. You know, you were also one of the few people to step inside the Kailicha Hospital, which is completely packed. Perhaps sharing with us your experience really quickly. Uh, Sabila, it's the second hospital that I had a visual access to, um, and the access for media is very, very strict. Um, it's very controlled. It's very safe if you go um, in there because you're literally standing behind a plastic queue 10 meters away from the patient and so on. But if people don't believe COVID is, is a reality, have a look at some of the pictures some of the guys got yesterday. People are sitting in passages on chairs because there are oxygen points there. There are no beds to put them in. We spoke to two two people who were sitting in chairs since Saturday. The only reason they're sitting in chairs is because there's no beds, they are sick, they can't breathe, they are on an oxygen line sitting in a chair. That's the reality. If you want to carry on and go ahead and have functions, remember, um, I was also privy last week to, be, to, to meet an ambulance crew on the road mm. when I was out with, with another ambulance crew. For 90 minutes, they could not find a hospital wow. to take a patient with medical aid. Wow. There was no hospital so to take the person to. So, so that's how serious the situation. I'm sure you're one of the guys we're going to be keeping our, um, our phone lines open with. But thank you so much for your time this morning on Breakfast 9 to 1.3 FM. Summit so